All right, all right, all right. Happy Life Studios. Welcome back with your host, Steve-O. 25 years national inspirational speaker. Who's not going to get inspired today? Are you tired of being sad and confused? Maybe you're totally clueless. Well, here comes Steve Hayes. So get ready to live the happy life. Hello, welcome back to Happy Life, where we want to help make your life happier. Got a question for you today. Um, Are you a dog person or a cat person? We all have our our preferences, I guess. Some people are just about any any type of person. But uh, here's something that's been on the internet for a long time. I'm sure you've heard it, but I want to read it again today myself. It kind of fits into what we're talking about. It's the dog. Someone, someone actually, I don't know how they do this scientifically, but they found a dog's diary and they found a cat's diary. Now, you didn't even know the dogs or cats could write, but I think they're probably trying to keep it a secret from us. Um, <laughs> anyway, here's what they found. They found a dog's diary, and, and I'll leave the name of the dog out because I don't want to you know, cause any embarrassment to the dog or not. But here's a dog's diary. 8 a.m., dog food, my favorite thing. 9.30 a.m., a car ride, my favorite thing. 9.40, a walk in the park, my favorite thing. 10.30, got robbed and petted, my favorite thing. 12 o'clock, milk bones, my favorite thing. 1 o'clock, played in the yard, my favorite thing. 3 o'clock, wagged my tail, my favorite thing. 5 p.m., dinner, yay, my favorite thing. 7 p.m., got to play ball, (laughs) my favorite thing. 8 o'clock, wow. Watch TV with the people, my favorite thing. 11 o'clock, sleeping on on the bed, my favorite thing. The cat's diary is a little different. It starts off like, day 983 of my captivity. (laughs) My captors continue to taunt me with bizarre little dangling objects. They dine lavishly on fresh meat while the other inmates and I are fed hash or some sort of dry nuggets. Although I make my contempt for the rations perfectly clear, I nevertheless must eat something in order to keep up my strength. The only thing that keeps me going is my dream of escape. In an attempt to disgust them, I once again vomit on the carpet. Today, I decapitated a mouse and dropped its headless body at their feet. I had hoped this would strike fear into their hearts, since it clearly demonstrates my capabilities. However, they merely made condescending comments about what a good little hunter I am. Jerks. There was some sort of assembly in their accomplices tonight. I was placed in solitary confinement for the duration of the event. However, I could hear the noises and smell the food. I overheard that my confinement was due to the power of allergies. I must learn what this means and how to use it to my advantage. Today, I was almost successful in an attempt to assassinate one of my tormentors by weaving around his feet as he was walking. I must try this again tomorrow, but this time at the top of the stairs. I'm convinced that the other prisoners here are flunkies and snitches. The dog receives special privileges. He is regularly released and seems to be more than willing to return. He is obviously stupid. The bird must be an informant. I observe him communicate with the guards regularly. I am certain that he reports my every move. My captors have arranged protective custody for him in an elevated cell. So he is safe. For now. (laughs) Puppies, man. They have this energy that's just like, you know, a dog. I swear you could... 
you could run over your dog and its last breath, it's wagging its tail, looking you on the face, going, it's not a big deal. A cat, if you misses mealtime once, he, I remember that from 12 years ago. I mean, dogs, they just, they have this, they're always energetic and, and wagging their tail and called a man's best friend, but they get even more obnoxious when they're puppies. I mean, when they're puppies, they have all this energy bottled up in this little tiny body. That's why they're puppy. I've got some friends, and they have a Great Dane. And they didn't get get the Great Dane when it was growing up already. They got the Great Dane when it was just a puppy. But Great Dane puppies are like the same size as regular Great Dane, a grown-up Great Dane. So imagine taking all that energy of a little tiny puppy and putting it in the the body of a horse. (laughs) I mean, every time I see that dog, I'm like, nice horsey, come here, good wolf, right? That's not a good combination to take all that energy that a puppy has and put it into this great big huge body that can do all sorts of damage just at the wrong height if you know what I mean knocks things over when a little puppy jumps up on you it's cute it's not a big deal when a great Dane puppy jumps up on you you know for sure which reminds me of my college days we had some uh, guys on uh, that went to school with us and I went to a bible college that's a university now but um, went to a bible college and so they had all these guys that would always walk around early in the morning and they would get right in your face. They'd be loud on purpose. They weren't really there to brighten our day. I mean, they were there to start a fight. I mean, if you disagreed with their or didn't didn't reply back in the same amount of energy, they would quote scriptures that this is the day the Lord has made. We should rejoice and be glad in it. You know, but I just kind of wanted to show up in their room at like three o'clock in the morning when I'm about ready to go to bed and just wake them out of bed. So good morning, brother. I mean, they were just obnoxious like that great Dane puppy. They wanted to fight, but the problem is happiness is not a weapon. Imagine that, using happiness as a weapon, which is what some people do. They, they want to use their happiness to make other people pay. Some know what they are doing, and some, just like that puppy, don't. I mean, that Great Dane puppy didn't realize that it wasn't good for it to knock everything over. He was just playing. He just has all this energy. He just happens to be in a great big body. So the question for me is, am I a good dog or am I a bad puppy, right? The point is, is when we're happy, sometimes when I get happy, man, I get loud. I like that puppy. I love to jump around inside. I, I, I love to get excited. And sometimes I just knock over people like, um, kind of like Tigger. <laughs> the wonderful thing about Tigger's, I mean, as far as Tigger's is concerned, he's always knocking over rabbit. But Tigger doesn't know he's knocked over the rabbit. As far as he's concerned, the rabbit is always on the ground. He's always on top of him. But Tigger has all this energy. And sometimes we get excited. We have all this pent-up energy. We have all this excitement. And if we're not careful, we could really hurt some people with all that energy. Galatians 5.13 in the Bible says, It is absolutely clear that God has called you to a free life. Just like that puppy. He wants us, he's called us to a free life, to a happy life. Just make sure that you don't use this freedom as an excuse to do whatever you want to do and destroy your freedom. Isn't that interesting? That we always say it's a free country, but in, in, according to this passage, if we use that freedom selfishly, we begin to lose that freedom. Rather, use your freedom to serve one another in love. That's how freedom grows. I just like to say the same thing goes with happiness. God has called you to a happy life, but don't use that happiness to hurt others. And sometimes we don't even know it. Like there's a time when I was really struggling with a with a, an issue in myself and a, and, a, and a private issue, and it really bothered me. 
And all these people around me that were in the same profession I was in were always talking about this topic. They're always talking about this and they're always even bragging about it amongst themselves. And, and they were so excited to be where they were at and doing what they're doing, but they had no idea that every time they brought that up, they were like that big old puppy that was just knocking things over inside of my personal living room, inside of my mind, inside of my, my heart. It was, it just, it just really was hard for me because every time they come around, they get so excited and so boisterous about what they were doing that it, it, it was the same topic that I was struggling with. Plato said this, you know, the thing is, 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 uh, you know, we've all heard the line of mama ain't happy, ain't nobody happy, Right. So sometimes when we're happy, we want to make everybody else happy. And I think that's what we're supposed to do. I think we're supposed to make everybody else happy. But sometimes I call it the sitcom answer. You know, sometimes we just want people to be happy right now. We don't want to walk through them. If they're struggling, we don't want to struggle with them. We just want to pat them on the back and give them, you know, in a sitcom, you can see the characters, see the problem and get it all answered within 30 minutes, right? And that's sometimes we want to do. If we, we meet some, see someone in passing, we pat them on, how are you doing, doing friend? And they, they're not doing well. We kind of want to pat them on the back and just say, well, cheer up, man. It's going to get better and then just walk off. But that's not really what that person needs. That person needs someone to say, I'm sorry. We need to remember what we were like before we just got happy and what we were struggling with. So we need to be very careful not to just give sitcom answers, not to just pat someone on the back and say, you know, you just, it'll, it'll all be happy. It'll all be better. Be okay. Plato, not as in the, the play Doe, but Plato, the philosopher, right, said a quote that is, that is one of my favorites of his. It says, all learning which is acquired under compulsion has no hold on the mind. So if we force someone to learn something, it's not going to stick. If we try to force someone to be happy because we say they should, if we just throw a little, well, if it doesn't hurt you, it only makes you stronger. If we just throw that stuff out there because we want someone to be happy real quick or we want to force someone to be happy like we are because then we can all be happy together, that's not how it works. I'm happy so I can help someone else be happy or so that I have the strength to listen to them and walk them through their force, so to speak. Because if I'm going to try to force them to be happy by a statement here or a pat on the back there, it's just not going to stick. So when we're happy... I'm just suggesting that we wield it well. We pay attention to people in our excitement. I'm also suggesting that we don't force our happiness on somebody else. Just be happy. Just encourage. Make people smile. Do nice things for them when you're happy. And let them come at the pace that they want to come. Because if we force them, it's just not going to stay. And it's not going to stick. I hope that helps you. I hope your life, and I'm sure it is, is making other, other lives happy as well. That's the goal of happy life. It's contagious. So go be contagious. Get someone infected with happiness today. Thanks for listening. Steve Ace.